everybody just kind of accepts it. Like, yeah, I'm that way too. I can't relax on the weekends. I can't wind down. I just have, I can't let it go. And there's almost a little cultural bravado behind that. I kind of want to call bull on that. Thank you for joining us here today on Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I want to take a moment and let you know that we've been working around the clock at Doc Working to bring you CME credit so that now you can let your continuing education budget help you to prioritize your own wellness and get on the path to living your best life. Everything we do at Doc Working is specifically designed with you in mind. We hope you'll head over to docworking.com today and take our two-minute quiz to find out where you are right now on the balance to burnout continuum. Take our burnout quiz and this simple step alone can put you in the right direction toward living your best life. We hope you'll take action today. Hello everyone, we're so glad you're here. I'm Jill Farmer, lead coach at docworking.com. And I'm very excited today to be joined by CEO of Doc Working, Jen Barna, MD. She and I love to do some deep dives into our work as leaders at Doc Working and to bring some ideas to you guys that we think may help increase your success in work and life. So today, with that intention in mind, we're going to be chatting about something that I notice comes up with a lot of my physician clients, and that is the challenge of being in full throttle mode at work, where there's a lot of intensity, you're pedal to the metal, really high pressure situations, and how hard it can be to shift gears when you get outside of work and some of the challenges that come up with that. So Jen, thanks so much for joining me so we can have this conversation today. Jill, it's great to be here with you as always. And I'm always interested in hearing about the different problems that you're seeing with your coaching in our community and what's coming up between you and the physicians and other healthcare workers that you're working with. So this is an ongoing problem that we hear people talk about. I'm excited to to see where the conversation goes. So when you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, you noted that it was something that really was an issue early on in your career. So can you talk a little bit about that? How did it show up for you? And what were the consequences of being in that kind of intense frenzied mode all the time? Yeah, you know, I have to laugh just thinking about our conversation because it reminds me that similar to coaching, which I did not think I needed. (laughs) until I got it. And then I realized what a huge game changer it was. I didn't think when you brought this up that I had this problem. And then as we talked about it over the course of a couple of minutes, I was like, oh yeah, actually, yeah, I kind of, you know, had that problem just today. (laughs) So yeah, you know, the first thing I think about is early in my career, just getting used to the intensity of medical school. I remember leaving school and kind of bringing that intensity with me out into the community and then realizing very quickly, you can't do that. I mean, basically (laughs) you have to leave that behind because that kind of intensity doesn't work when you're, you know, that doesn't serve you or anyone else well when you're out getting a cup of coffee at a restaurant or at the bank or anywhere else. So, you know, of course, I think we we all learn that fairly early and I, a lot of people probably learn it way earlier than that in terms of having the intensity where it's appropriate to have it and leaving that behind. The thing that made me laugh that, you know, I think I 
I hide that well when I'm out among the world at large, but within my own family, I tend to still, you know, maintain that level of intensity or at least, you know, not try to mask it in any way. So I can definitely appreciate how it can be difficult to step away from that level of intensity when you want to just sort of bring it to everything you do. And I think the consequence of it in my experience is that it is like having your foot on the gas all the way and it is going to burn your engine out. And so that's the biggest reason I like talking about this is not because I'm worried about how intense other people find you in the world as a physician for any of you that are listening, but that I want you to be able to manage that a little bit so that you don't burn yourself out. Because if your foot is all the way down, pedal to the metal all the time, you are going to burn your engine out. And so that's why I have this conversation with folks. There are other consequences too, like if you were plotting the demise of your barista because they're frothing your cappuccino too low, people might not really enjoy being around you or you're irritable with the grocery store clerk. As you said, so many doctors are so kind and compassionate like you that they learn to temper that. So they would at least mask it or cover it up when they're in those settings. But then often, unfortunately, it's those that are closest to us that will bear the brunt of that intensity if we're not good at being able to lighten up on the intensity and relax a little bit. And I identify completely, you know, I was a TV reporter for a long time before I shifted gears in careers. And I was under a lot of deadline pressure every single day, right? I had to be on the news and have my stories by deadline. And so what it manifested for me wasn't always like irritability or frustration with other people. It was the sense of urgency. Like I was treating everything like I was, you know, getting ready for this deadline. And it took some people close to me to say, you know, you got to chill out a little bit. Like everything is not just because we said we were going to go to the park later this afternoon and we're running later than we thought we might be. It's not the reason why we're at DEF CON one here freaking out. We have to be able to slow that down a little bit. So I can totally identify with it. It's a preset for me and it served me well, just like it probably has served you well, Jen, and it served many of our listeners well to get a lot of important things done under a lot of pressure. A lot of these things that maybe aren't serving us in one setting help us be wildly successful in another setting. So I think the first step that I would invite people to acknowledge is that it's a it's a skill and it's not something to beat yourself up over. It's a good thing that you have the ability to dial up the intensity when needed and when it counts. So let's start with giving ourselves some credit for that. Can you do that for yourself, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. One thing I've learned from working with you and the team at Doc Working is to dial up the intensity and acknowledge that, okay, today was really intense. I started at four o'clock in the morning and I've just been, you know, I've gotten so much done. I feel really good about that. But I also don't need to expect myself to do that all day, every day. At the end of today, I'll have had a productive day and then tomorrow may be less productive than today was, and that's okay. So really for me, it's not as much about interactions with other people as it is sort of interactions within my own mind, (laughs) but also dialing back my expectations of other people too, so that I'm not going around my house and expecting everyone to be running at this full steam So I think it has been really helpful to have some conversations about this. And it's somewhat reassuring to hear you say that you hear this from a lot of physician clients. Yeah. So I'll use an example recently. I'll call, I'll use an an, an amalgam of people, but right now for our purposes, we'll call him Dr. Mark. And so Mark 
noticed a couple of things. One of the things that impeded his ability to switch gears or to sort of get to that place where he was feeling more neutral and not so intense is he and his spouse had a pattern of once he walked in the door, she would check in and start saying, you know, okay, how was your day? Tell me about your work. And what he discovered is for him, recounting what was happening in the day actually sort of kept his engine revved and kept him in that work mode. And so when he noticed that about himself, he noticed that he could say to her, you know what? I think it's going to be better for me if I just have a little bit of space, not talking about work. I want to hear how your day is. She enjoyed kind of being able to recount what was happening in her day. And I'm probably not going to recount my day when I first get home from work because it makes it harder for me to shift gears. And that worked great. That communication strategy for him helped him sort of switch gears in a way that was really helpful. And it was very simple. The other thing that was helpful was when he would be sitting with his young son, for instance, at the park the next day when they went for a walk, and he'd notice that there was a sense of, oh gosh, I should be doing X, Y, Z. And he felt the real strong urge to pull out his phone and send a text or read an email or read a paper that he'd been thinking about. And he noticed that it was really important for him to name that urgency in himself so that he could process it, let that feeling move through him, and then decide to be, in our terminology that we use together, be here now. So when he would remind himself, be here now, it would help kind of bring him back to home base and away from that sense of urgency that he should be doing more, that there were things he should be doing. And in that mode of go, 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 because ultimately the biggest value he had for that time off on the weekends was being there with his toddler son, watching what he was doing at the park. And that really, it was important to him, but that preset or default of needing to do more all the time was creating an intensity, an emotional intensity at him, even on a beautiful day sitting at the park that was taking him away from what he really valued. And that seemed to be really helpful. He reported back later that it was helpful for him. So what, I don't know, what do you think when you hear that? It makes me think about the stat course you and coach Gabriella Denry, MD created for Thrive. And in that course, you talk about identifying values and how that can influence how you recognize your intentions as you go through the day. And I'm curious how, if I'm hearing you correctly, that that is a way to shift your mind to help you recognize what matters to you in a way that can help you shift your intentions so that you can take a deep breath and value some downtime or value a slower pace at different times. Absolutely. We know that when we filter our intentions, actions, thoughts, behaviors through our values, that it helps us to be less reactive and less swept away by stressors and less taken up by an activated stress response that often causes us to be in a frenzied or frenetic mode. And so by kind of using what matters to you, which is the simplest question I ask to get you to your values. What matters to you? What really matters to you? Not to the institution, not to the world, but what matters to you? That can be a powerful reset button to help focus on that being here now and dialing down the intensity so that you're not just in that pedal to the metal mode all the time. Yeah. And I really like the example that you gave because it sounds like what he's gotten used to doing is being in that pedal to the metal mode. But when he 
feels tempted that he should be working at a faster pace or doing something sort of somewhat frenetically. And he feels that he's not doing that because he's out at the park with his child. He's pausing long enough to realize that what he values in that moment is the simplicity of just being with his child and not checking in and and trying to do multiple things at once or trying to be productive. It really is about the value of that relationship and being present in that moment. I love that example. And we know it's good, even if it wasn't his values that were filtering and helping him to change the intensity of how he was feeling. We also know that we're not meant to be in, again, as I mentioned earlier, in that mode all the time. So being outside in nature, changing that up is a way to let your nervous system shift gears, which I think is a really, really important component of this. And one of the things that he said to me that I thought was so telling is that when he's had conversations like this with other physicians, everybody just kind of accepts it like, yeah, I'm that way too. I can't relax on the weekends. I can't wind down. I just have, I can't let it go. And there's almost a little cultural bravado behind that. I kind of want to call bull on that a bit because just because it's like, yeah, that's just the way it is. It kind of makes it mean like that's okay. It normalizes it and it isn't, it isn't sustainable for the long term. And I, I think we need to identify that. You know, we're seeing a culture shift in medicine and we're really at the leading edge of it. And so I love that you're calling it out. Well, as always, that's Jen Barna, MD, CEO of Doc Working. I'm Jill Farmer, lead coach at Doc Working. We are your co-hosts of the podcast. At Doc Working, we're here to help you maximize your potential on your own terms and help you live your best life. You told us what you need and want, and we built this for you. Whatever your journey is, you have options. You can choose to live the life you want to live. We see you. We get you. And now let's get you in the driver's seat of your own life so you can find purpose in your work and everything you do and every choice you make. Top executives, athletes, actors all achieve greatness with the support of professional coaches. As a healthcare professional, you deserve ongoing coaching support toward achieving your career goals and living your best life as you define it on your own terms. We have created this specifically for you with CME credit at docworking.com. Please go to docworking.com and check out our quick balance to burnout quiz to see where you are on the balance to burnout continuum right now. The results might surprise you. Taking this simple first step may change your life for the better. And until next time, thank you for listening to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast.